Welcome into the For the Throne Dynasty podcast, starring your defending champion, Cascade Bear, Stirk Daddy, Justin STP6, Andy Pollock, Randy Santarelli, D. Slackey, the debut of House Deets, Candle Still Lit, Little Slads, WGL 1035, Prince Palmer 17, Lefty 79, and Bucks in 6. Welcome in to the For the Throne Dynasty podcast. We are on team profile for Little Slads. It is our 11th team profile of the set. We are going to wrap it up next week with Lefty and then kind of do some last-minute draft preparation. But I am joined by the second slad key. It's Michael, and he's here. Mike, how you doing? Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Good, good. Ready to talk some football. I know Johnny's going to be listening to this episode and thinking, I just cannot wait to not only be D-slaggy, but also scrappy. <laughs> oh. He I'm was smack-talking Danny. Them. Really, mm-hmm. really. Dan doesn't have the good comebacks. He's quiet. <laughs> He's quiet. Silent assassin. Yeah, he he hopes Kelsey and Mahomes just do the smack talk for him. Yeah. All right, so you're actually an interesting case because you came into the league as an expansion team. So um, just kind of a recap of the first season. Uh, we had a guy named, uh, his username was Taco. He's a guy from my hometown. Uh, and for some reason, he really, really loved the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I think he drafted like Goff, Gurley, Woods. The whole squad. Seriously. and <laughs> The whole squad. So he drafted so many Rams. I think Everett was one of them too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and then... He, he actually left midway through the season and you took over in the first year. But we, I mean, we count mm-hmm. those games against your record, but we don't really need to talk about it because I think you came in like what week eight or something. Yeah. I came in really late, at least over halfway through the season, probably mm-hmm. or like right around there. Um, yeah, I got that lineup and it was just all Rams. <laughs> I mean, all the good players were Rams players. And then, just average players the rest of the way through. Hmm. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to first ask you, how did you hear about our league coming in as an expansion team, especially at a time where it was a little bit troubling. And I think I even told you when I brought you in that we were going to do an expansion because there was another team we were going to be getting rid of. So not to be too comfortable with your team um, as there would be a little bit of a shakeup. So, if you yeah. can recall, what do you remember about like how you got in or anything to that nature? Yeah, I was literally just sitting in my apartment and my brother called me and goes, Hey, are you interested in a dynasty league? And I go, what's a dynasty league? <laughs> and it's, he goes, it's just a keeper league. You keep your whole team and you draft rookies. And I said, well, I'm in like eight other leagues right now, but none are dynasty league. And I was like, that sounds great. I'm in. I didn't even look at the team. I didn't even ask. I just said, yeah, I'm in. Let's just 
get me started. And I thought it was going to be for the next season. But he goes, no, it's going to be the rest of this season. And I was like, I don't even get to draft my team or anything. Um, but, I mean, then I saw the team and it was all Rams and just kind of a mess all around the lineup. Um, I think he was in, like, last place when I took it over. <laughs> um, <laughs> he he hadn't set, like, lineups for, like, a couple weeks. Um, but I was all in on joining the, the Dynasty League for sure. So my biggest question as we wrap this up here is who's in more di- who's in more fantasy leagues you or Dan? Uh Dan was probably in more last year. Okay. He he chalked up a couple more a couple more uh regular season leagues. Mm. But I think we're in the same amount of like dynasty leagues. Yep. But he he was in like four other leagues too. Yeah, he, he watched NFL Sunday and he'd just be scan in red zone and have his ipad and iphone out just looking at scores yeah, i remember he like, uh dude he hit me up last summer because he said he was starting a new dynasty league are you in that one yeah yeah that's the new one hmm. that's that's our new one with a couple of his buddies and my buddies how do you think um, your squad compares to the one you have in this league well the one that we're in is a 10 team league hmm. um and my team's not bad. I got Calvin Ridley. I drafted him second overall, or second round. Um, so that was cool. Um, so that was pretty much a letdown and ended my season pretty early. Yeah, yikes. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read off your expansion draft here. Um, obviously, we don't really know what what round any of these were in. I mean, I'm sure I could dig it up mm-hmm. somewhere um, as it was in a spreadsheet. But... Um, I think we kept four or five, three. three players. I thought, I thought three. Okay. Cause I think I kept, I kept DK. Um, I kept Todd Gurley. Okay. And I kept Jerome Baker. <laughs> choke. Absolute <laughs> choke. Freaking linebacker for the Dolphins. Yeah. At least he's still playing. That's the only. Yeah, class. I think he's done. Todd Gurley's decent. not even playing anymore. Yeah, Gurley's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then you immediate regret. You got an absolute zoo gift pick with the number one expansion draft. Um, yeah. The, your opponent in this expansion draft left out Tyreek Hill at the number he took one Marquise pick. Brown. Yeah. He took Marquise Brown first overall in the expansion draft, and then it came to me. And I had two picks in a row, and I took Tyree Kill and David Montgomery. Wow. So, absolute gift. That's kind of crazy to think I had DK and Tyree Kill at the same time. Yeah, wow. Imagine <laughs> if you had kept them. Well, it could have been. <laughs> so, I'm going to read off the rest of your players here. And then, you know, afterwards, if there's any that you wanted to comment on, feel free. So, the quarterbacks, you had three on your roster. Jared Goff, Drew Brees, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, running backs, you already mentioned, I think you kept Todd Gurley. You drafted Dave Montgomery early. And then the other running backs were Damian Williams, Kareem Hunt, and Damian Harris. So two pretty decent names in there. And I think Damian Williams actually was solid at the early part. Yeah, um, it wasn't bad. The other wideouts would be Cortland Sutton and Tyreek Hill and Robert Woods. John Brown, Sterling Shepard, Deontay Johnson, interesting name, Stephen Sims Jr., Paris Campbell, Russell Gage, and Jalen Hurd. So you clearly got a lot of wide receivers in that. Uh, 
Man, couple hope, names of note. They would have had a good wide receiver set if I kept all those guys. Mm-hmm. Tight end, you yeah, had two of them, Jared Cook and Gerald Everett. Kicker, you kept Harrison Bucker. I believe it was Bucker and uh, Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, in the yeah. expansion. And I was going to be – because they went all the way down to the end. I was curious if you were going to double down and take both, but you didn't. <laughs> so the other IDPs of note, you mentioned Jerome Baker, one of your keepers, Khalil Mack, Adrian Amos, Jalen Smith. Uh, two Packers right there, but didn't Jalen Smith get cut, I think? He didn't yeah, really make it that cut. long. Jalen Ramsey, Damian Wilson, and uh, Quan Alexander. So any general thoughts on any of those guys? Yeah, I, I never invested in tight ends the <laughs> two seasons I've been in this league. I've kept Jared Cook in my starting lineup for two seasons. He's got to go. Did he even get signed by anyone yet? He's a free agent right now, and I've heard rumblings yeah. he's going to retire. So, Yeah, I mean, tight end's definitely going to need to to be addressed in this draft or offseason. But overall, I mean, I actually thought my expansion draft went pretty well. I had good uh, on paper. I mean, at the time, I didn't know Todd Gurley's knees were going to give out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Todd Gurley and David Montgomery as my running backs with Kareem Hunt um, – and then, obviously, my wide receivers. <clears throat> I think the wide receivers were the best part of that draft. Uh, Absolutely. Tyreek, Metcalf, and Deontay, mm-hmm. and Robert Woods, too. Um, Quarterback was a yeah, little bit he, weak. Yeah. I didn't – yeah. Well, I think I think Fitzpatrick was actually decent when you got him. I think it was with the Bucs. might have been with the Bucs or the, the yeah, Dolphins, maybe. one of the two. But he was starting. Yeah, so. I think he was Dolphins. Yeah. But you meet, I think like a couple days after this draft, I turned around and flipped Metcalf. Hmm. Like almost in that like week to Will. <laughs> I traded Metcalf for Derrick Henry, Austin Hooper, and like a pick or something mm-hmm. or someone else. I think we're going to talk about um, that when we get to the trade section. But yeah, I think there was yeah. a couple picks included in that too. Mm-hmm. So that was your expansion draft. Let's take a look at your. So this was like your official first draft, and obviously you just kind of went with the draft capital that you had. It looks like you made a pick or, or a trade or two, which we'll talk about as related to getting rid of some picks. Uh, but you had two seconds, a third, and a fourth. At the two hundred two, you just selected Jalen Rieger with the Eagles wide receiver. Two hundred eight, yeah. took AJ Dillon, the running back with the Packers. 301 KJ Hamler from Denver and then 402 who we thought at the time was very good value when you look at Rodgers's contract at the time of the draft you took Jordan Love so any thoughts on any of those four players yeah Rager needs to be he needs a new destination Uh, I still have like a small small piece of hope for him that he could pan out to do something um he was a first-round pick. I think mm-hmm. he was, like, 20th overall. Mm-hmm. From TCU. Like, he's got talent. He's just got a – I don't know if it's the Eagles system or if it's just he sucks. But overall, that draft of A.J. Dillon and K.J. Hamler um, turned out actually pretty well with the Dillon pick. K.J. Hamler was hurt all last year with the hammy. Um, and then Jordan Love, I – I, I have no idea what's going to happen with him. I'm glad I took him in the fourth round and not sooner. Yeah. 
but AJ Dillon is definitely the gem in that draft for me. Sure. Once if Jones gets traded or leaves, I think his contract's cuttable next year. But you know, yeah, Dillon, as we have all seen, has been great. So let's take a look at your first full season in the league. It was twenty twenty. You finished with a record of five and eight, which was good for tenth place. Yikes! Um, you did have actually a good amount of players that finished pretty solid on the year. The aforementioned uh, running back Derrick Henry finished as the running back three. J.D. McKissick, whoa, finished as the running back seventeen. Robert Woods, wide receiver thirteen. Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver seventeen. And then Terry McLaurin finished as the wide receiver 20. I know you said you didn't really remember much from the 2020 season, but mm-hmm. it is kind of interesting that J.D. McKissick, that you got a top 24 yeah. season from him. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I don't need, I Actually, I think he did play quite a bit last year with the, the now commanders, but because Gibson was out for a while, so he got some touches. And actually, I think he had a couple, ripped off a couple good games throughout the season, but I mean, nothing like that season that he had the year before. And then Juju, before Ben's arm became a noodle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, you had a couple decent players, but you know, nothing over the top. Then we get into our second rookie draft, which I'm curious which one you thought was an overall better result thus far. In this draft in 2021, you actually had five picks, including a first. Starting at the top, yeah. at the 112, you selected Trey Lance, quarterback for the Niners. He's kind of in the same boat as Jordan Love right now, where he's kind of just in the waiting. And then we're, we just mm-hmm. have to – it remains to be seen what's going to happen with Jimmy G. Just had surgery. Um, and then if he gets traded, obviously it's Trey Lance's team. At the 201, the very next selection, you took Rondell Moore, wide receiver with the Cardinals. Uh, 309, you took Ramondre Stevenson. I thought that was a great steal, kind of, from what we saw last year. 312, we have Josh Palmer, wide receiver with the Chargers. And then 603, tight end with the Chargers, Trey McKitty. What do you think about your 2021 draft? I'm very happy Tom Brady came back because <laughs> I would be in a, a, just a drowning boat with Goff as my quarterback right now. Um, thank goodness, because if Trey Lance isn't a starter this year, I would have nobody. Yeah. Um, the Rondell Moore pick, last year, beginning of last year, he started off pretty good, and then he kind of tapered off as the Cardinals – continued their season he had a couple of good games right away but i think now with kirk gone he'll get a couple more touches for yeah. sure and ramondre was huge i mean him and damian harris are the one two punch on patriots now and a belichick offense that loves to run the ball so i think i think ramondre is going to be a big piece for me going forward this year uh josh palmer i didn't see too much from him this year i didn't really watch a whole lot of chargers game but I mean, he's got Herbert throwing him the ball, so they're going to be chucking, and he's huge too. So if Cook is gone, I mean, he is gone now, but they're going to need a big target like that again with Keenan Allen and uh, who's the other wide receiver? Mike Williams. Drawing a blank. Mike Williams, yeah. 
So, I mean, if he, if Palmer can slide into that three spot in front of, like, Guyton and stuff, um, I think he'll pan out a little bit. McKitty, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I took him. <laughs> Sixth round pick. Him. Yeah, I just, just took him. Shot. I needed a tight end. I needed a tight end help. It was a shot in the dark. And that was your 2021 draft. So let's take a look at how you did in the season. Pretty much the same as 2020, except for the fact that we had one more game. So you finished with yeah, five I, and nine record in ninth place, though. So you did move up one spot. I blame that on Henry going out. Mm. Henry was my workhorse, and he dogged me. Yeah. Uh, on the season, so you actually had the quarterback three in Tom Brady. Like you said, it's probably great he came back. Um, you had a couple middling running back performances of note, including the running back 11 in Josh Jacobs, 14 in Damian Harris, 20 in Devin Singletary, 21 in Derrick Henry, who you mentioned went down with injury, and 23, A.J. Dillon. So that's five right right there. And then you had a wide receiver 24 finish with T. Higgins, and the rest of your guys kind of disappointed or were injured. Uh, what were your thoughts on this last season? I had a lot of, like, without Derrick Henry, I had a lot of just, like, middle, middle-tier middle running backs that were – that are pretty young for the most part, that played pretty solid. Um, but I'm expecting more from them this year. I mean, I think I have them all rostered still. I haven't made any trades since the end of last season. So I'm hoping for big, big bumps from uh, Damian Harris this year. Um, Devin Singletary, I thought, played pretty well towards the end of the season, so I'm hoping he continues that, get Zach Moss out of the picture. Um and A.J. Dillon, of course, to keep it up a little bit. But I love the T. Higgins pickup in the middle of the season. And we'll talk about that, I think, more in the trades. Absolutely. But. All right. So, speaking of the trades, of note, we have nine that we're going to highlight <laughs> just from a combination of the seasons. Um, I didn't highlight, where, where you know. Is, what's that? Where Where does this rank? Like, my nine trades in two seasons, like, how many trades on trades on average does like a team make through two seasons? I feel like I made a lot of trades. Well, it depends who you look at. Like me, I make a lot of trades, but if you look yeah, at like a do. Ryan Palmer, he doesn't trade as much. I actually thought, to be honest, that you were one of the teams that trades the least. But I looked at that and I'm like, yeah. wait, I don't think that's actually accurate. And then I saw that you actually trade probably in the middle of our league. Uh, I did notice that I feel like you trade with Will and Sterk like all the time. Oh, yeah. I love the blockbuster trades. Yeah. Yeah, Will and Sterk, I feel like, were your number one and two trade targets. You had a couple with your brother, but not too many, to be honest. Yeah, I had one with them where I got got McLaurin. Yeah. So, let's take a look at the first trade. You mentioned it a little earlier. It was between you and Will. So, you walked away with Derrick Henry, Austin Hooper, and Chris Conley. And Will walked away with DK Metcalf. Kareem Hunt, and then the two o two in that trade. Uh, looking back, how do you feel about that trade? Honestly, looking at it now, it's, other than Derrick Henry's a little older than Metcalf by like five years, I think it's pretty fair trade. I yeah. mean, nothing like no. Let's not like Metcalf blew up and Henry just plummeted. But at the time, I thought Hooper was going to be kind of a weapon for for Baker on the 
Brown, but he flat out just sucked. <laughs> um, and Chris Conley, I think, was just like an added piece. Yeah, it seems that way. I just added in there, but I don't even know who we took with that 202 pick. Um, but overall, probably looking back on it now, I'd give Will the advantage probably uh, slightly. Pick, so that pick ended up being Jalen Rieger. So some way, shape, or form, that pick ended up coming back to you. <laughs> yeah, somehow. So yeah, you said you'd give the brief edge to Will? Yeah, probably with DK. Just kind of, well, even now DK doesn't have a quarterback, so mm-hmm. we'll see how he does this year. But just overall, he's younger and going to be a stud. Yeah. So the second deal was between you and your brother. Uh, there was the one that you were kind of mentioning uh, you walked away with Terry McLaurin, Sony Michelle, and two third-round picks. Diesel, yeah, I win that trade. Yeah, Danny <laughs> walks away with John Brown, Drew Brees, and a first. So I would agree yeah. that, you know, definitely won that trade. Did Dan even – yeah, Dan ended he, up taking Devontae – that, that was Devontae Smith. And no, he, he, I thought he flipped that pick for uh, – for uh, McCaffrey. Oh. I'm yeah, well, pretty sure he like he was trying to collect as many first rounders to get oh, McCaffrey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why he was after my first. Because he okay. knew it was gonna be low. That son of a bitch. <laughs> so that's good. That's good value. But like looking back at it, regardless of who it was, unless it was like a Jamar Chase yeah. or you know, Kyle Pitts, yeah, you I would say mm-hmm. that you definitely won that trade. The next one was one that is just kind of like a snicker moment. It's between you and Stirk. Uh, you walked away with a second, mid-second, and then he received Jalen Hurd. I'm pretty sure he cut Jalen Hurd like a month later or something like that. See, I don't even know if Jalen Hurd's still in the league. <laughs> he was with the 49ers. I don't. I have not heard him playing for sure. I don't know about in the league, but just not really one to comment on, but it's just kind of funny throwback. Next deal was between, I did not even know this trade happened, and it was between we me and you. Trade? I guess. So you walked away with Chase Edmonds, running back of the Cardinals at the time. He was the backup. And I walked away with Justice Hill, who did nothing, in a fourth. So you definitely win what? that trade. I don't even remember Chase Edmonds being on my team. <laughs> so you might have moved Because he's on, he's on Palmer's team, yeah, right? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I don't even know where he... I don't even know where, how I got rid of him. Did I cut him? Oh, boy. Unless I... Well, let's see. Unless I mixed this up, and actually it was with Ryan, but I'll go back in the forums here to Chase Edmonds. I don't think I made that trade. Yeah, it was between me and Ryan. That one's void. Okay, the next one, and this one really did happen. I know this. It's yeah. between you and Cascade Bear. You walked away with Devin Singletary, and he walks away with Deontay Johnson in a third. Yeah, looking at it, like when it the trade happened, like immediately Deontay Johnson started playing out of his mind, and Devin Singletary, they drafted Zach Moss, and Zach Moss started to play more than Singletary. But I think looking at it now, I probably give him the benefit because I gave him a third. Mm-hmm. But Singletary and Johnson, I think, are pretty somewhat even. Maybe a slight edge to Johnson, but. I think they both have good potential still. Uh, the next deal was between you and Will, and you walked away with Austin Eckler, 
Will walks away with David Montgomery in a second. I thought this trade was pretty fair, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I think both sides won. Montgomery is still pretty good, especially towards the end of last season. Um, and then I gave him a little more value for the second just because PPR, Eckler's incredible. Um, but, yeah, then I flipped Eckler. <laughs> yeah. Regrets on that one. That you did. Two trades later. Next deal is between you and Sterk. This one happened, I think, right at the deadline. Might have been like yeah, I know, I, 10 minutes before or something. Yeah, because I was trying to get a first badly. Mm -hmm. I wanted a first. Because I had never had a first round draft pick because I kept trading them away. But you walked with Juju Smith-Schuster, a first, and two seconds. Sterk walks away with Tyreek Hill and two thirds. I mean... I thought it was, I thought it looked pretty good. Um, that first ended up being Juju. Trey Lance, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if Trey Lance turns out to pan out and incredible quarterback the next Tom Brady, mm -hmm. that's great for me. Um, and hopefully Juju can find some some rhythm with Mahomes and actually be effective on the offense. It's funny that um, UF Juju is the new like. Currently, the Chiefs one wide receiver one, and <laughs> yeah. Sterk has Tyree Hill, who is no longer the Chiefs wide receiver one. I yeah, I don't know even know why the Dolphins went after Tyreek. <laughs> they have so many wide receivers; it's insane. The next deal was between you and Sterk Daddy. You walked away with Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, and Hayden Hurst. Sterk walks away with Austin Eckler, Robert Woods, two seconds and a fourth. Whoa. Yeah, I probably could have done without dealing the 206 in the fourth rounder. <laughs> um, I think that kind of puts Sterk in the, the driver's seat on that trade. Otherwise, I mean, Josh Jacobs is still pretty nice with it. Chris Carson, gosh, he's got to fix his health issues here. And Russ Levin doesn't help that situation. But when he's healthy, he's effective. Well, at least you got a starting so. tight end in Hayden Hurst, though. Yeah, true, true. He, now he's on the Bengals. And then you made a trade with Will. It was around the deadline, I want to say. Uh, you walked away with Tom Brady and James Washington. Will walks away with J.D. McKissick in a third. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I win that trade. Will might say otherwise, but I needed a quarterback bad. And now that Tom Brady's back again for another season, I think he's going to put up this pretty close to the same numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, he'll be a top 10 quarterback. Um, and at that time, a third wasn't even relevant to me at the time, so I had no problem dealing that. And McKissick was playing pretty well at the time, but again, now he's just kind of tapered off probably. And the last trade of note was between you and Ryan. You walked away with T. Higgins. He walks away with two-fourths, Austin Hooper, and a first. I believe that first was 104 or 103, one of the two. Uh, but Yeah. So you, I mean, T. Higgins is still great. He's still going to be a top-tier wide receiver for a couple of years, I would say. Yeah, I mean, if those two fourth-rounders turn into, like, he finds a diamond in the rough situation and Hooper ends up being someone I think it's pretty even um, 
Higgins. I love Higgins. I was trying to get Higgins like all year, um, in all my leagues, because Higgins is just a monster. And I think on the Bengals with Jamar Chase just getting double covered, Higgins is going to be eaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say it definitely would be a better discount than Jamar Chase to get T Higgins. Yeah, big time. For relative, relatively the same production. Yeah, he's playing really well in the playoffs too, which is big time. And that's it for your trades of note. So let's take a look at your depth chart here. Um, we're going to go position by position. Um, starting with your picks this year, you only have three. Uh, they're all at the four spot. So we have a second, a fifth, and a sixth. Do you have your eyes without revealing who they are on any names so far that you're hoping can fall to the second round? Uh, there's a couple that are on my list that I've kind of been – uh, researching a little bit. I've got my eye on about three guys I'm hoping fall to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be pretty close. They're going to they're gonna be all right around that um, based on, like, the mock drafts and stuff. But we're, we're hoping at least one falls to me. Mm-hmm. If you look at the quarterback depth then, um, there is two young names of note, and then it's just kind of a couple old vet- veterans. But luckily, you did get Tom Brady because he is going to be a starter for Tampa. Uh, behind him, you have Trey Lance, who you probably hope will be starting, just to give you another starting option and to yeah. maximize his potential that a lot of us know he will have. You have Jordan Love with Green Bay, Jared Goff with Detroit, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is currently a free agent. What do you think yeah, about your Fitzpatrick. quarterbacks? Fitzpatrick might be getting the ox on <laughs> uh, getting released. But like you said, I mean, Tom Brady is going to be starting – Every single week, except on his bye, obviously. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping Trey Lance gets a start. But again, we'll see on what happens with the whole Jimmy G situation. Otherwise, I do have Goff to fill in for that bye week, or in the case Brady gets hurt, knock on wood. Um, but otherwise, I like my young quarterbacks if they can find a little, little light in the tunnel and get into the starting role. I think Trey Lance and Jordan Love could be solid. Love, obviously, less solid than Lance mm-hmm. based on his, what, two games, three games he's yeah. played on the Packers. I mean, additionally, um, the Niners, they traded, what, two or three future first-round picks to get up yeah. and get Trey Lance. So so they like him. And it's not going to be the same treatment as Love. I mean, the Packers did trade up to get him, but it was still at the end of the first-round pick. Yeah, I think, I think Lance will... Hopefully after this year, Lance can be my starting quarterback once Brady, or if Brady decides he's done, mm-hmm. um, Lance can fit in. Let's take a look at those running backs. So at the top right now, we have Derrick Henry with the Titans, Josh Jacobs with the Raiders, Damian Harris with the Patriots, A.J. Dillon and the Packers, Singletary's on the Bills, Devin, and then Ramondre Stevenson with the Patriots, Chris Carson, I believe, just re-signed with the Seahawks. Carlos yep. Hyde, uh, I think the Jags. Actually, he might be for no. I think he signed somewhere else. I could be wrong on that. And then Todd Gurley, we have no clue where he is. <laughs> on a boat the biggest drop off. I mean, I've only been playing fantasy for a short time, but that's got to be the the biggest drop. One of the biggest drop offs in fantasy history. Like he's the top. Yeah. He's the oh, top yeah. running back. He's literally the one on one in a lot of startups for dynasty leagues, and now he's it's, gone. 
his damn damn arthritis in his knees doing him dirty but yeah it's probably the year I cut Todd Gurley from my team. Mm-hmm. I was holding on to him just in case, but I mean, there's nothing. There's so many other running backs out there right now that are free agents that Todd Gurley's not sniffing the NFL again, unfortunately. But I love my running backs. I mean, I have a lot of depth. I mean, what I have I, seven potential starting running backs I could put into my yeah. lineup. Um. I might try to move a couple. I'm trying to move a couple of them um, to get a little more depth on like the tight end sphere or get some picks back. But um, Josh Jacobs is probably the only one I'm looking to keep right now, um, especially because they got Devontae, so they'll be running a more balanced offense. Um, but otherwise, for those listeners, everyone else is on the market. <laughs> Wideouts, there's a lot of interesting names in this group. Uh, we got T. Higgins with the Bengals, Terry McLaurin on the Commanders, Cortland Sutton on the Broncos, Juju Smith-Schuster now on the Chiefs, Rondell Moore, who is on the Cardinals, Russell Gage on the Buccaneers, Jalen Rieger on the Eagles, Josh Palmer, Chargers, K.J. Hamler on the uh, Broncos, Sterling Shepard on the Giants, but I believe he's injured, and then James Washington, mm-hmm. last I checked, was on the Steelers. What do you feel feel about your wide receiver group? I feel like those first two names with Higgins and McLaurin are uh, those are like two two receivers that fit into like that number two like top tier wide receivers. I don't know if they're number ones just yet. Um, McLaurin could be like one of the best wide receivers in the NFL if he had just had a quarterback. Um. I would love for the Packers to just go trade for him and then he'd have Rodgers and we'd be all set. Um, but Higgins, I think we'll have a couple weeks in this season that he'll, he'll shift into that like number one um, wide receiver category a couple of times. Um, Cortland Sutton, I'm hopeful for now that we've got Russ. Uh, Juju also. I mean, Juju and Sutton are those two guys that are I'm hoping to have big comeback years here after two shitty years last year. Or two, yeah, two shitty years. Um, and then a couple just small guys down there. Rondell Moore, Rager, KJ Hamler, Gage on the Buccaneers now. Um, some guys that could have potential, but I don't know if they're going to really make it into the starting two wide receivers in my lineup might be flexes but overall i think they're pretty solid Mm -hmm. and then we get to your tight end group we got three names hayden hurst jared cook and trey mckitty man need some that needs some work hayden hurst i mean maybe maybe could be the starter right now but um we're definitely gonna be looking to do some off-season trades to try and improve that tight end position mm-hmm. uh, kicker is matt gay with the rams and then we get into your idps so i'm just going to kind of read them all off together and you can address whatever you'd like so at the defensive line and hassan reddick is also defensive line eligible it looked like which is big because i think he was mm-hmm. actually pretty solid last year and he's on yeah. like the raiders or something or panthers one of the two 
this year. Uh, for defensive line, you got Khalil Mack, who just moved over to the Chargers, Chris Jones with the Chiefs, and J.J. Watt with the Cardinals, if he doesn't retire. Uh, Jerome Baker with the Dolphins, Hassan Reddick, I think, is the Raiders, Levante David on the Bucks, Jalen Ramsey on the Rams, and then Kevin Byard, last I checked, was on the Titans. Uh, how do you feel yep. about your IDPs? Byard and Reddick actually had really good seasons. Um, I think Byard was like the number one defensive back or top five defensive backs mm. um, in Dynasty, so... He was he had like a forty point game. Yeah, he was he was the uh, he was the DB three on the season. Yeah, he, he I mean he's yeah he had a thirty one point season thirty one point <laughs> week seventeen eighteen and a half seventeen, pretty good. Yeah, he's he's a good DB. Um, you gotta love the Khalil Mack trade to the Chargers. Don't oh you? yeah, yeah. Um, didn't cost them I mean, that other much. Than, yeah, uh, other than well, Reddick is an eagle. Did you know that? I did not know that. I thought he was on the Panthers. Yeah, he was on um, he was on Carolina last year. Yeah. Fini- he finished as the number thirty four linebacker. I thought he was better, but I'm looking oh, at like his first eleven games, and all but three of them he scored at least eleven points. Okay, that's solid. Um, but yeah, other than Bayard, all those other guys are just kind of like there's no stud in there. Mm-hmm. I don't think anymore. Um, there's no like TJ Watt or um, big name player in there, so mm, could use some work. Might address something in like free agency or something, and yeah. try and find a couple couple guys that could fill in. So I'm looking at Chris Jones right now. He finished as the number twelve ranked defensive lineman, but he had six games where he scored one or less point. But then he had a game Wait, of 16, 31 and a half, and 14. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. Got to find some consistency. Looks like there's three Chris Jones in the sleeper forum. One's a DB, one's a defensive lineman, and one's a punter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for your depth chart. As you kind of look at this here, what do you think are your main areas of focuses and then you know, what are you doing to kind of prepare for the draft? I don't think you've had – well, you did have Trey Lance, but outside of that, I don't think you've had a first-round pick this in your no, existence. No, I've, I've kind of been disposing my first-round picks. I, even in my other dynasty league, I've got rid of my first and second rounder. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm more of a believer in going after the guys I know how they played and rolling the dice on that rather than on getting a rookie. Um I mean, right now, Eric Henry's only got a couple more years probably of this number one potential running back in the NFL, stamina left. So I'm trying to get pieces to, to win now. And definitely tight end is going to need to be addressed um, in order to do that. And maybe, maybe go after another wide receiver, try to package a couple of my wide receivers and running backs to get a true wide receiver one. But looking at picks, I'm not picks. I'm not too interested in um, in trading for. But you never know. Especially with you formerly having the 104, but then again trading him for T yeah. Higgins, so it was it all worked out. Hopefully, in the end, Higgins is what yeah. 22 or 23. Yeah, he's 23. I think he just turned 23 or something. 
So he's probably got about five to six more years of at least elite performance. Yeah, definitely. Burrow is just getting started, baby. Well, that is it for this episode of For the Throne Dynasty Podcast. It is episode 11 of the Team Profiles. Thank you for joining Little Slads. And then next week we're going to break down Lefty 79's team. One of the true characters of our league. And then we'll be done with the team profiles. And we'll start gearing up for this draft that's coming in just a couple weeks. So Can't wait. That's all we got for this episode. And we'll see you next time.